Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity attorney at Whiteford, Taylor, and Preston. Some great comments, calls, comments, questions, calls, comments recently. Keep them coming. 410-832-8002 or email me at spollock, that's P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K at WTPlaw.com. So another day in the cybersecurity, data security, privacy world. And today let's talk about HIPAA, OCR, and all the fun compliance aspects. And let me just start by saying, if you are a HIPAA-covered entity, good luck. Uh, I don't say this in jest, but in all seriousness, because the amount of items that you need to be checking off when it comes to just the security rule is fairly in-depth. And just as a reminder, OCR, the Office of Civil Rights, regulates and enforces HIPAA. And they've been around for a while, and they are not shy shy about fining organizations because they take the privacy and the security of patient records very, very seriously, as they should. So in terms of a pre-breach compliance, there is a whole litany of things that organizations need to be aware of to be compliant. They go into three buckets the administrative, the physical, and the technical. Physical is easy. easy. That's physical safeguards, how you're really securing information. I don't think that's really a primary concern of organizations anymore because we're in the digital age. Now, the administrative and the technical get a lot more problematic. Administrative really goes into all the policies, procedures, protocols that you need to be having. Your uh, written information security policy, incident response plan, document retention policy, document disposal policy, third-party management. What kind of BAAs do you have, business associate agreements out there? The technical is equally as difficult because you need experts to come in and perform risk assessments, vulnerability tests, penetration tests, and a whole other bevy of aspects to make sure that you are complying before a breach. Now, this is very important because if you have a breach, and you're a HIPAA couple, couple <laughs> and you're a HIPAA covered entity. OCR will come and they will send you a formal letter. The formal letter will have about 40 requests, document requests and questions. I'm not going to go through all of them, but basically some of them say provide policies and procedures and reporting security incidents along with copies copies of incident reports created in response to this incident. Provide your most recent security assessment and risk assessment. Provide the technical policies and procedures in place and in effect at the time of the incident. Provide evidence of the implementation of hardware, software, or procedural mechanisms to record and examine activity in the systems containing or that use EPHI. Uh, Narratives about what happened. Policy, copies of policies about recognized security practices. And I think you all get the gist. It is a headache. And OCR gives you 30 days after a breach and after they come to you to provide this. So just imagine that you've finished going through all your notification obligations. You've gotten all your letters out. You've dealt with other regulators and you feel like you're done. A month, two months later, OCR comes and they give you this lovely letter. They say you got 30 days. Now, the organizations that do not have these things in place are at a huge disadvantage. So this always goes back to the theme of preparation. Organizations that are prepared, that have these policies, procedures, protocols, that 
check the box with the administrative, physical, and technical safeguards already there. Don't have this huge rush to get everything together to show OCR compliance or to show how they're mitigating and remediating, meaning things they're going to do to get better. And if you, as you can imagine, when someone like me gets called in and it's an emergency, well, the cost increases exponentially because we have to throw a lot of resources at getting organizations compliant and up to date. So it is a headache. It's not a fun activity, but it goes back to preparation and best practices to mitigate the harms of a data breach, mitigate the effects, the reputational, legal, financial. Because if you're not doing this and you can't provide this and you don't do corrective actions after a breach, OCR will slap large fines on you. You know, the fines go from maybe $100 up to $1.5 million. There's also criminal penalties. Obviously, nobody wants to go to jail. But that's in the more extreme cases. Cases, But the point remains the same. We have to be prepared for these things. To be prepared, you got to be compliant. To be compliant, you need to understand the requirements within your industry. It goes back to best practices. It goes back to bringing in the right team, the right people to help you get to that level of compliance to show that you did everything reasonable, that you checked the boxes so that you can avoid these fines by OCR. You know, and that you're best protecting the information that you have. OCR didn't create these guidance out of just thin air. I mean, these are best practices because we care about the records that we have. We care about patients. We care about customers, consumers. So this is better going, this will better protect that information. And once again, mitigate the risk to that information. But it is a headache and it takes a lot of time and effort. Once again, if you don't do it, it's not reasonable. And you're going to get hammered by people like OCR, putting aside the potential class actions that will come that will really peel back the onion and leverage the fact that you did not do these things. So another short one, but hopefully it's impactful. Hopefully it's helpful. Once again, keep those questions, comments, calling for coming. Sorry. 410-832-8002 or spollock at wtplog.com. Uh, we will see you on the next one. Thank you for coming and listening and have a great morning, great afternoon or great evening.